Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your events expertise. Hi everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the Events for Breakfast podcast. I'm Kelly Frew, your podcast host. Really hope you're having a good week. Today, I am so excited because we have got an online visibility coach joining us for the session. Does anybody else really struggle to understand when we should be posting on social media? Personally and professionally, I find it a real struggle sometimes and especially to keep consistent and stay visible. So Sabrina Mayers is going to be talking all around how you can make sure that you are online, you're visible and using your social media platform in a positive way. Of course, we are both events professionals as well and we will weave in lots of tips for you to make sure that you're making the most of social media in your events too. Got your pen and paper ready? Let's go and meet Sabrina now. Sabrina, welcome to the podcast. I am so pleased to have you on on the episode today. Thank you so much, Kelly. I really appreciate you having me on as a guest and I'm looking forward to it. Great. I mean, I've wanted you on this podcast for quite a while now. So we're in season three, so I'm doing well to get you on it. So first question for you. Now, I know a lot of people know you. um, And what I'd like to know is um, a little bit around sort of, you know, how did you become the social media and visibility queen? You know, how have you carved this path out for yourself? I love that question. Um, So I I guess my answer to that would be I practiced what I preached. So um, I think social media is one of those spaces where the proof is in the pudding. You have to be doing what you're telling people to do. Um, And so I was always a very early adopter to social media. I, I was on Facebook when it started. I was very quickly on Instagram and then LinkedIn when it started. Um, And I just loved this idea of there being a space that I could control the narrative, that I could cultivate, you know, my persona and what I wanted people to see and represent me, you know, that wasn't in the hands of someone else, you know, Um, and that it was something public. Um, And I had a lot of control in that part of it. And so how it all kind of started, I would really have to say would be in uh, 2017, um, I started my YouTube channel, uh, oh, wow. Hospitality yeah. Exchange. Um, and that was because um, before that, I used social media quite a lot to, you know, when I attended events, I would take pictures and I would share and I would upload albums and whatnot. Um, and I always knew that it would, that it's such a powerful tool for sharing yeah. and for storytelling. And I just love telling stories. My father was a storyteller. I'm a big storyteller. So it was kind of like, you know, natural. Yeah. Um, and it was a medium that I could very easily use to do that. Um, and what I wanted to do was, you know, I was, I was kind of seeing how all these travel vloggers and bloggers were using social media and business travel, but there was never really anyone doing it from a mice perspective. And I thought that yeah. was quite odd because we probably have the coolest job of all, you Absolutely. know, event planners. I mean, how amazing are the events we organize and the uh, events that we attend and the parties and, you know, the connections and all of that. And so I went on to YouTube actually to try to find someone to follow. 
Yeah. You know, that was an event planner that maybe had their own vlog, um, you know, that kind of thing. And I couldn't find, I literally for the life of me could not find a YouTube, like a YouTuber that did what we do. Um, And you could find like um, organizations, you know, and bodies, like you could find, um, uh, you know, smart meetings and event MB and, you know, places like, but there was no individuals you could follow. So I thought, okay, maybe then I'll just do that myself. Uh, So, you know, I I started a, a Facebook page and I started a Facebook group, which still exists, but you know, it's very small, yes. um, but that was kind of where it is. And then off the back of that, I launched my YouTube channel and I said I was gonna be creating vlogs um, from the perspective of an event planner, of everything that we experience for event planners. And my whole idea was that, look, we're all getting to do all these amazing things and then they kind of don't get saved anywhere. So no, you're not cataloging yeah. your experiences, right? So you might go on an incredible fam trip and you bring that information back to your team and you share it internally, but the greater wilder or, or a wider world of event planners will never see that content, no. which is such a shame because suppliers in general spend so much money on flights and accommodation and putting programs together and this incredible experience and that's just kind of gone and it doesn't stay right so I thought I would start making vlogs of these experiences so when I went on a site inspection when I did a fam trip when I went to attend an M&I forum and I was just doing really this from um, more of a personal uh, passion project Um, and my vision for it was that, you know, I wanted it to become some like somewhere that event professionals would be like, oh, you know, maybe she's been to Australia and she's been to Sydney and she might have done a vlog at a hotel that I might be interested in having an event in. Obviously, I can't fly to Sydney. That would be yeah. difficult. But, you know, she does a vlog where she walks through the space and she sees where the meeting spaces are. What does it look like? She, you know, shows the bedrooms and all of this. Um, and I would find that information useful. Um, and so it was a lot of people were like, oh, this is really great. Da, 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 da. Um, so you need to start approaching, you know, suppliers. And I was like, I don't want to approach suppliers until I have an actual full body of work and yeah. content, because, you know, you need to build as a, you know, I, I think, especially in the space of social media, you have to build your content and you have to have a body of work and you have to have a portfolio to show. So for me, it was just, you know, kind of doing the fam trips, doing the MI forums, all of that, not doing any kind of paid campaigns or anything um, or asking or doing any kind of sales only because I was like, no, I want to kind of prove that I can do this and that I'm, that this is, you know, I want people to be able to see my vision for it. Yeah. Um, so that's what I started doing. Um, and that very much led to, um, you know, uh, venues and brands asking if we could work together uh, on influencer marketing campaigns, which was also and is still, I think, a very, very young, um, I guess, segment within it our is. industry. It's, it's fully embraced by yeah. travel, leisure travel and business travel, but not so much by mice industry. So, no. so it's definitely um, something that is going to be a big deal 
Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I, I'd probably be very happy to say I'm one of the pioneers of it for sure. I agree. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree. You and, are and definitely kind of leading the way. So, you are. Yeah. You, you are leading the way. And you've done some great stuff. And, you know, and I think what's been really great is that, you know, we're coming out of lockdown now. But over the last year, people have really t- taken the time to see what you can do. Um, I've got to know you over over social media. Like I've just said, we just t- spoke about your family there and, you know, never yeah. met you. But I not feel like I know you because of the last year on social media. And it's been great. You've been able to share, showcase what you do. Now, question for you. OK, you know, you are all singing all dancing around social media absolutely but why is it so important and why should it be important to the individual so number one it's free publicity yeah (laughs) yeah completely completely free uh number two this is like as of the latest data and I'm a big data geek so you know I read stuff and I want to make sure whenever I say something that it's backed up by the data yeah there's an agency called we are social and every year they publish um quarterly as well as annual reports on kind of digital adoption yeah and it is no lie that literally this is from a report that was published in April this year so like two months ago um, more than 55% of the world's population is on social media wow. on one platform or another. So wow. that's not going to stop. Um, and if anything, as humanity, we've adopted, you know, the online world to, a, to an extent that we never thought we would yeah. in the last um I guess, uh, 14 months at least, Yeah, you know. Um, but also I can guarantee you that every single one that has embraced it has gotten something out of it. You yeah. know, either they've met someone, they've connected with someone, they've formed a micro tribe of some sort online. Yeah. Um, they've built some kind of persona and brand, personal brand for themselves online. Um, you know, it's a very extreme scenario, but I think what the pandemic has shown that Um, if you actually put in the effort and the time and the work to developing an online presence and being visible online, it can really transform everything. Yeah. Uh, It can lead to career opportunities. It can lead to you becoming a thought leader in a certain space. Your voice is heard because, you know, a lot of people have moved into that space and it's not like social media is going to (laughs) stop. No, you know, absolutely. if yeah. anything, it's become the norm. And there's a lot of people that are like, well, I think it's optional. And to, to be honest, for me, I don't think it's optional at all. I think it's not a question of if you should do social media or not. It's a question of how well should you be doing it, yeah. you know, versus mm, you just do a subpar job. Because I can guarantee you anyone that invests the time will see the returns to it in one way, shape or form. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it depends, you know, it's, it's, and it, it's, I know for a lot of people, it can be very scary. It can be very overwhelming. Um, but I always think you fear things that you don't know and you don't understand. And if you give these platforms a chance and you don't take it so seriously at the beginning yeah, agree. and you just, you know, discover it for yourself, then you start to get more comfortable. You start to understand, okay, well, this is what I do. This is how I could use that. And then you start to kind of get that taste for it. Yeah. And that's when you can start to kind of cultivate it to use it for your business or your personal branding. You know, nobody becomes a social media expert overnight. It does not happen with no. anything. It takes learning, 
you know, and a lot of times I've said this before, and it's something I truly believe in, you know, as people, we, you know, through our different experiences and expertise, we pick up different things along yeah. the way and they become kind of an autopilot, right? And how you respond to things and how you do things, or how you might decide. Um, but you need to unlearn sometimes in order to learn. Yeah, and nice. so with social media, it's the same. You kind of have to stop your preconceived notions and assumptions of what it is and actually just spend some time you know I was very against TikTok I know that sounds crazy but I was like mm -mm, not going on TikTok <laughs> we're like 13 year olds dance there's no place for that platform in my world right and then I was listening to he's a very big influencer Gary Vaynerchuk and he was saying just just spend 20 minutes a week every day on the platform but look for videos that you enjoy watching like yeah. on topics that you're interested in like I don't know digital marketing social media food you know because every social media platform is it's AI based it's an algorithm so it learns what you like and then from that point you'll only see more of what you like you're not nice. going to see nine-year-olds dancing in a kitchen or yeah. whatnot you're actually going to see really really cool content by content creators and now adults form the majority of TikTok users you know across the world and I actually tell people that it is a micro learning platform prove me wrong go yeah. on there type in a topic that you're interested in and see what videos come up continue watching for like 15 minutes a day 10 minutes a day tell me that there are not people creating some exceptionally interesting content on there in a topic that you enjoy and that's I mean, the thing you just got to give it a chance absolutely I mean I've never I've been on it once and had a quick look and exactly said did what you said and saw people dancing around and thought no nah, it's not for me but you've just spurred me on I'm going to go back on and just google it and search for things that interest me and see what happens I will give it absolutely. a go you know yeah. there's so many and this is the beauty of social media is that you know it's it's for everyone yeah there's no barriers to entry it is demo it's democratizing media it's democratizing this space and you can do whatever you want with this space and it's creative it allows you to be creative from your perspective so you know with your podcast you could chop these you know clips up into 30 second you know clips and upload them with some interesting graphics or whatever it is you know and there's many tiktok channels that do that you know wow so, um it's you know there's so many ways to use social media platforms but you have to kind of learn and you have to understand the features and the functionalities and then you can decide okay is it for me or is it not for me but if you don't give it a chance at all then you're just losing out on what could be such a humongous missed opportunity for your personal brand, your professional brand and your business, you know? So now, for me, that's why. <laughs> this is why you are the social media queen. I mean, you, you've just given me so many gems there. I feel like I know you do this. I know this is what you do and you coach people, but I feel like I'm having a coaching session with you and you're giving me <laughs> all these wonderful ideas. Thank you. Now we're going to continue to just use your expertise and, and my listeners are getting so much out of this. Now, this is a question that I see online a lot. Now, 
like me, I have a personal brand, which I don't focus on loads, but um, I also have a business. I always worry. It's like, you know, when you when you're trying to run a small business and then you've got your own sort of personal thing going on how do you identify yourself should you identify yourself as your your personal brand or should you identify yourself as your business it's very difficult isn't it to understand how you how you balance these two things out absolutely um and I know this is quite a conflict for a lot of people especially in the events field um so what I just so for me personally I have a personal Instagram yeah and I have a professional one and hot hospitality is the professional one yeah because it allows me and gives me the parameters in which I can just talk about what my specific content is and bring in, you know, different things that I want to focus on and talk about. Um, and then my personal one is just completely random. It's like pictures of, I don't know, barbecues and grills <laughs> yeah. and whatnot, right? Um, and my, my son, maybe. Um, and it's private. Yeah. And so it's, you know, I just think that if you're on social media and you have a public persona, so it's not a private account, right? Yeah. Then probably recommended that you should think about how you're pers- kind of representing yourself online, right? Yeah. Okay. Because what you put online will stay there. Yeah. It doesn't sleep. It doesn't sleep. It's always there. And years down the line, people can always go back to what you've put on there and use it as a reference point right yeah (laughs) unless you take it off you archive it and you delete it whatever the case is which people do yeah um but I think it's at the end of the day it's all about purpose for me it's 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 why are you using that platform you know if you are using say Instagram in order to hit certain objectives so you want your podcast to raise a you want to raise awareness for your podcast you want to um uh, somehow build a community online um around it and then you want to um grow it obviously you want to grow listeners right so um in order to do that that has to be your objectives for the purpose that you're using the platform for yeah so that should then clearly define what kind of content you should be creating right of course and yeah. that sets that sets you apart then going well then I can't be doing this content I should be doing this content yeah. because at the end of the day this is what I want to achieve with it so you know it's it's always it's still linked there's still a strategy you have to put together there's still a plan of how you got to have to execute it, but it always has to begin with clarity. You need that clarity of defining a bunch of things. You have to define your niche. You got to define your purpose. You have to set that mindset that you are committing to using social media in order to do this. You have to use it as a tool. You can't just use it randomly as a platform. It will bring you nothing. Yeah. You know, you have to be strategic about it to some extent. It doesn't have to be a military operation, but in some senses, if you have a plan and you have parameters, it makes your life so much easier because you know, literally, this is the kind of content I'm putting on. If anything randomly comes in, no, not putting it. Yeah. You know, and if you are seeing that you really want to share things that are unrelated, then open up a personal account. but make it private and then you know invite your friends and family and all of that but if you want to use it for your business and your personal branding and all of that then you're gonna have to have a little bit of thought behind it in terms of what you want to achieve at the end of the day with it you know 
Makes sense. It can't just be somewhere you share pretty quotes all day. That's great. Yeah. But is that going to get you anything? Probably yeah. not. <laughs> no. And, and my next question, you've, you've kind of answered, but I'm going to just pose it anyway. Can you give too much away on social media? And I think you're probably saying that um, it's not that you give too much away. The content's just got to be right, hasn't it? Yeah. You. I mean, there are lots of people that give a lot of things away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I guess this, I think for me, is more of a marketing question, right? Yeah. So um, if you're a business, uh, you're not, you know, um, social media is part of your funnel. Yeah. It's part of your customer journey. It's part of your buyer journey. It's part of how a customer is going to make that their way to you in order to buy from you at the end of the day, or I don't know, ask you to be a speaker at a panel or, you know, um, and interview you for a job or, or, or even give you a job opportunity type of thing, right? Yeah. So it's, it's one of the um, steps in terms of getting you to your final destination, right? Yeah. So obviously you don't want to give all of the good stuff away. No. <laughs> but you got to give just enough away consistently so that people know who you are, what you're about, what your things are, and if they actually want to invest, then they're going to get more, you know, they're going to, yeah. they want to work with you one-to-one. Yeah. How much more mind-blowing is that going to be? Absolutely. Because you get to work with this person one-to-one as opposed to, well, I don't need to work with her because she's giving me all the advice anyway. Yes, there's a ton of free advice on social media everywhere. <laughs> Even I, you know, download things left, right, and center. Yeah. But the difference is there's no accountability. Yes. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, it. Yeah. so you're paying for that, you know, you know, or you're, you're kind of paving or, or building that foundation and you can only build foundation. And if you give value and if you don't give value, then people aren't going to really follow you or become fans or think about you as an authority or a thought leader in any respect on any topic, because you're not really giving them anything of value. No. So you almost have to give your you know your value proposition and then your you know the the I guess the 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 pot of uh gold at the end of the rainbow is that that's you that says yeah exactly <laughs> access that's... to working with you yeah to be able to do a project to have you on a panel to you know all of that because yeah. that should be the main thing it's it's at the end for an event agency it's you know their pot of gold is that that client really wants to work with you and they're going to give you their event or you know as a supplier they really want to use you as an AV production company because they've seen how cool you know you can do your you know setups and all of that and you also give additional like AV you know I don't know any AV companies they're on their Instagram they break down jargon yeah you know where they're like this is a SPTTT2 router in other words, yeah. does this. Oh, I like how that. Would that be? How easy is that as content to create for an AV company's yeah. Instagram or Twitter or whatever it is, right? I would love that. They need to work with you, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just how you can use those platforms to give your value, you know, perspective. Yeah, definitely. Um, which is ultimately going to lead to them wanting to work with you or give you a job or, you know, invite you to an opportunity. It's at the end of the day, it's, it's just that funnel to whatever that opportunity is at the end, that is part of your goal and objective that you want to achieve. Agree. Love that. Now you took, we, we were, we're both in the events industry, the mice industry. So let, let's bring it into events then. Now, 
when we work when we're working on an event or a campaign around an event should social media always come into play should it always be part of every single event or campaign so i think well obviously my answer will be yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but it won't work if you're only incorporating it into the one event for that period of time yeah um social media is it's it's a it's a relationship you know and you have to work at that relationship just like any other relationship and it's not a fair weather friend no you know um it's not someone that you're like oh we need to have an instagram thing and a twitter thing with this thing because you know that's gonna that's gonna work that's not gonna work you can't just create an instagram account and expect it to work yeah you know you have to first build um you know your network then you turn your network into an audience and then you turn your audience into a community yeah when you have an engaged community already that you've been you know interacting with engaging with as an organization as a brand whenever you have your events you are literally plugging in an already engaged community into them yeah so they're automatically gonna work better you know, and they're automatically going to have a crazy old chat happening. People going to be using the hashtags and sharing, you know, and this is all depending on also which platform you're integrating into your event. You know, yeah. there's no yeah. point yeah. integrating platforms or channels into your event that your audience isn't on. So you're like, Twitter would be great for this, but none of your audience or attendees are on Twitter. So what is the point? So you have to really understand which platforms or which are your power platforms I always say that what's going to be your power platform mix and it has to be a mix because very rarely nowadays do people use just one social media platform yeah people are using LinkedIn with Twitter with you know Instagram some people do TikTok whatever the case is you have to really understand where your audience is and also you have to understand how are they using those platforms you know, some people use LinkedIn, they just scroll. Yeah. They don't engage, you know, but then it might be that you're seeing, you know, a lot of people are engaging with your content on LinkedIn. So yes, your audience is there and they're engaging a lot when you do video content, they're engaging a lot when you put opinion polls, you know, so you also know, okay, they're, they're on LinkedIn, I can reach them there. And also this is the kind of you know, content I have to create, like, they like visual content, and they like infographics, and they like polls. So we can think about coming up with this kind of content in order to keep them engaged, not just, you know, for the event, but it's 365. And my goal with any brand and any business, I always tell them, you should be aiming to have a 365 community year round, because that's the only way you're going to be able to get that engagement, that level of engagement that you want for your events, because without a community, it's impossible. Yeah, I think you're right. And you see that, isn't it? And I'll put my hands up in the early days. I probably did that. I had a, say, like a big overseas conference that I was running. And then suddenly I was just like, great, I'll start an, a Facebook page and get them all to follow that and do that. But you're right. It needs to be a year long or an all year round 360 campaign, doesn't it? To get their engagement, first of all, yeah. build that tribe, build that community. Um, Confex do that well, I think. But, you know, they've yeah. got their events that they do perhaps like once or twice a year or whatever, but they keep their, they keep that engagement going through 
throughout the whole year and then everyone's ready to hear about their their information about their events when it because comes it's up. a life cycle right yeah you have to build up to it the only way you can make an event exciting is you got to have hype somehow yes. yeah right and it's this energy and it's this energy that you're building it's this hype and then you know engagement really is just a transfer of that energy yeah. into your event it's how you're harnessing what you've already built yeah. of course the course of the year with talking to your buyers they're sharing you know videos from one of the events you had before and you're acknowledging it and you're saying oh my god we can't wait stay tuned we're going to be you know publishing the dates for our event coming up and it's going to be somewhere spectacular but do you know and then you want people to guess where the venue is so you yes. do like a hangman style kind of like can you guess it to get people involved you know there's so many ways to engage people 365 yeah. and create this community where they'd be excited but also they'll be excited to share their own content because user generated content is like god's gift of social media yeah right there could be no better way of testimonial or recommendations then your clients attending or your buyers attending an event, your attendees, and they're like taking selfies and they're using the hashtag and they're yeah. like, look at this, this is so amazing. And it's your responsibility as an organization to make sure that A, you are educating your social media followers on how to tag you so that you know when they've created this content yeah. and also to acknowledge and share the content because if you do that you've already created a link and you can just keep it going and yeah. they're going to want to keep it doing more and more because they're like oh look they shared my story I'm going to do it again you know people are vain yeah they love being they love their stuff being shared I'm sorry but it's the truth so true. I love it I yeah. love it when a hotel shares my Instagram story on their hotel site I'm like how cool is that I have no idea who people are that work at this hotel <laughs> but how excited am I that this unknown hotel that I don't know shared my story with their public you know yeah, what I mean absolutely and then I'm just like I will remember that hotel versus another hotel that paid no attention absolutely you know? 100 so it's, it's attention as well it's how you capture and captivate them and how you keep them because I know they it's it's you know it sounds very superficial yeah. but it's it's a it's a great way to get loyalty and fans versus followers you don't want a follower you want a fan oh I like that yeah there's a difference yeah yeah followers are not engaged yeah they're not excited they're not gonna endorse you they're not gonna plug in and buy a ticket or or sell whatever you're offering fans might not always buy but they will forever endorse you and they will promote you to everyone because they're a fan Love that's it, it. Oh, that's the main difference that's the sound bite that's going on the promo for this this is amazing <laughs> you've got so much energy coming out of you and you can see this is so you're in your comfort zone it's your expertise and yeah the knowledge is just there um, I don't want to bring the tone down but there's, there's an area that I want to discuss that is quite prolific um, at the moment and a lot of people deal with it personally and professionally you know negativity online whether mm. it is um, feed if, if it's comments or feedback into your dms or things Things like that and whether that's personally or if that's professionally how mm -hmm. what how, what's your advice on allowing people to deal with that and and how do you deal with it if, if it happens to you 
Um, so, I mean, I think it happens to everyone. Yeah. Um, and I think how I've learned to deal with it is, you know, I follow, there's quite a lot of different influencers that I follow, you know, in different um, uh, segments and industries, you yeah. know, um, and I think the best ways or, or, or the, the best thing to kind of always keep in your head is this is not their space. Yeah. This is your space. Yeah. You control the narrative at all times. You don't have to respond to them. No. Yeah. There's someone that's hiding behind their phone, that's hiding behind their laptop, that's sending you words literally to upset you and ruin your day. You yeah. know what I do with those messages? I just press delete. <laughs> oh, I love that. And then the second thing I do is I block them. That's yeah. it. Because also, I don't want that kind of energy on my feed. Yeah. I don't want that kind of person in my community. Because yeah. if they're going to be like that to me, they're going to be like that to all my other followers and my sort of, you know, community of people that are, you know, I'm surrounded by. And it is up to me to control and police that space. That's yeah. my responsibility. And every single one of us has that responsibility. And, you know, I always aim to keep, my social media online space a very positive one yeah um if someone goes absolutely crazy you know you learn how to manage and deal with it you know we see i've seen it on linkedin many times you know oh, yes. i've seen it on twitter yes. many times where someone just puts a nasty comment right on twitter you can just delete the comment yeah on linkedin you can do the same the thing is there will be people that will of course be affected yeah. by it but just know and understand that the problem is not with you. The problem is theirs. And yeah. this is just how they um, have chosen to unleash it. You know, it's, 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 it's unfortunately unavoidable. But the best thing you can do is just block it out, delete it. If it's someone that's like put a really like, I guess, how do I call them? They're like hook kind of comments yes. right like Fish I want to yeah. fight with you I'm inviting you into the ring yeah now there's two ways you can deal with it you can deal with it very diplomatically and be like thank you very much for your opinion um whilst I don't agree I know that all of us have a different perspective um and I appreciate you sharing yours boom done yeah. there is not much more and if he chooses to pull and want you to fight even more or he or she or whoever it is then you know you know what no because yeah, they're actually yeah. wanting to fight with you publicly and you're not going to get down to their level and go into that ring no. you're just going to leave it there because every other person that's going to see that trail comment is going to see that you left with your head up high yeah and you were diplomatic and that is it you know we just have to at some point behave like adults you yeah, know and that's kind of how it is and you know I know that you know a lot of people struggle with social media also from a use perspective you know people feel like oh, that person is always posting doing stories and I'm not doing enough and like I'm failing and don't ever feel that way social media needs to feel comfortable to you, just like anything yeah. else needs to feel comfortable to you. The more comfortable you are with it, the more you'll use it, the more you'll be, you know, thinking of ways to create content for it, the more passionate you will be about it. Don't let the other people's content affect you, you know, yeah. they're doing them. 
that's Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you need to do you. That's it. It's at the end of the day. Again, people are like, you know, it's social. It's supposed to be. And if you get upset, sometimes the best way to deal with it is to message them and say, oh my God, that's so awesome. I love it. Like meet it with a positive comment. Nice. Yeah. The positive, meet it with a positive comment. And then yeah. you're going to be like, oh yeah, it is actually, that was really nice. And they wrote back and said, thank you so much. That will change your entire day. Yeah. You know, and, and so it really, at the end of the day, it's how you deal with that. It's mindset over everything else. It absolutely is mindset. I agree. Yeah. Now, um, coming back to the positivity, because you brought it back in for me there. Well done. <laughs> um, if our listeners want to go to look at some Instagram accounts or Twitter accounts or LinkedIn accounts that you think are superb and are absolutely on brand, being authentic, connecting with their audience, who would you recommend? Who do you enjoy watching and viewing? Wow. Gosh, I mean, I've got, uh, I've got like a, quite a big list. So, yeah. I mean, I follow a lot of um, influencers in different yeah. spaces, but also a lot of digital ones. So like social media influencers. Yeah. Um, so there's one really awesome um, uh, woman. Her name is Jera.Bean. Okay. And she's based, I think, in, I think she's in Canada. No, she might be in the States. I'm not sure. Um, so she's there. She's like, she's awesome. She's very, very big on TikTok. She's very big on Instagram. Um, but she's, you know, she's also someone that helps businesses with their social media and marketing. Yeah. And she has like her own kind of incubator style program. Um, but just her content is awesome because she's always teaching you something. But also in her stories, she does like really silly things. Like she does like arm farting. It's so funny. <laughs> and like, she's got a cute little puppy. And so, you know, she, she knows the beautiful balance of giving you value through, you know, because there's many different kinds of value on social media. There's, you know, you're either entertaining or you're updating and informing or you're teaching something. These are usually the main three usually. Um, and if you can strike a beautiful balance between all three, then you've got a well, good value rounded account, you know? Yeah. So people are learning from you, but they're also being entertained because you're funny, you know? And then you have a different kind of connection to people and you're more approachable and they don't see you as someone that's like, mm, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's why, you know, I, I do share a lot of value in terms of social media tips and strategy and all of that. But I also make it a point to show people me. Yes. I think it's important that they understand who I am as a person. I am a family person. You know, that's always going to be a big part of my life. I always complain about my son because he's a maniac, <laughs> you know, and that's important. And I always talk about event prof parent struggles because that's a big thing in my life yeah, for us yeah. to have to balance this part of it plus that part of it, you know, and this is a thing, you know, you are human and that's what makes you authentic. That's authentic content, you know, and that's why you might have um, resonated with someone versus someone else and you yeah. will find your tribe, you know. So Jera Bean is one of them. There's another lady called Diana Gets Social. Okay. Um, there's another one called, um, oh gosh, they all just come up on my story. So I forget like what their actual handles are. I just watched them. You just see there's them. a lady who... Her name is, I think, Taylor, uh, later Taylor or something like that. And she used to be um, kind of like the head of uh, social media at this um, social media scheduling tool called Later. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. so I used to follow her back in the day. And um, now she's moved on to becoming head of social for Girlboss, which is like massive. Oh, yes. Yeah. Um, and so she does really cool content, but she's always in her stories. She's always talking and she kind of treats her stories like a dear diary. So she's always every day like, hey, guys, um, today I have no energy. So I'm just going to like do this and this and this. And I got to get through this. And yeah, so and I might take my dog to the vet. I'm not sure yet. Like just very Brilliant. random content yeah. as well. But she keeps it real. And I That's really it. enjoy that. I love that. Um, yeah. So, and I want to start to wrap up now because um, I, I feel like you've given away so many of your tips and hints and probably <laughs> in all of your coaching courses and things that you do. And if anyone is listening like me and is thinking, crikey, I need more of this, you know, have you got any courses coming up and things? How can people learn from you? I love that. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so I am in a few weeks, um, I guess. Well, the 1st of July. Yeah. And this is a world exclusive, Kelly, oh, just for you. Amazing. Because <laughs> I set the date literally yesterday. I was like, <laughs> okay, Sabrina, I need a date. Like, me get your butt in emotion. Um, so the 1st of July will be the launch of the Get Visible Collective. Oh. Now, the Get Visible Collective is going to be an exclusive uh, community on Facebook. It's going to be a Facebook group, but it's only going to be for uh, hospitality and event professionals, brands, businesses, anyone that works in events, yeah. in hospitality, that wants to really learn about you know, social media, how yeah. to use it in order to raise, you know, brand awareness, engagement and grow in general, you know, for their marketing and whatnot. Um, and in that space, every month, I will be putting resources like, you know, masterclasses, there'll be like monthly video, I'll get guest speakers in to kind of do sessions on different topics. And then there will be other kind of digital downloads, like, oh, you want to um, have the best uh, uh, not the best but like a really optimized uh, Instagram bio for yeah. example how do you go about doing that you know and this is the thing it's that you know I wanted it to be very specific because as an industry you know um, there's a lot of general information out there but there's not anyone or any kind of collective that's doing something specifically for our industry yeah. because how we need to put our information out there to our potential clients can be very different to some random person yeah. um, who's a small business owner selling dog products agree know? yeah um so it's it's kind of creating and cultivating a community where people want to level up on their social media and their content um specifically for our industry and it's gonna be completely free so you just join the group um, through me and then in that group there will be opportunities and um, not so much courses but I'm definitely working on like um, like an incubator or accelerator style program where yeah. you can sign up with me for like a period of time um, and then we literally go through you know and that will be offered in a group uh, sitting as well as in a one-to-one -one sitting if you are a brand or a business so that's in the pipeline I'm super so excited. excited oh yeah I am and I'm so pleased you just shared that on here that's going to be a world exclusive when I step when I put this one out amazing <laughs> <laughs> thank yeah, you so. and just to finish off then where can people find you you've mentioned Instagram and things but tell people you know if people want to connect because I, I already know I'm joining your group now I am there so where <laughs> how could people get in touch with you okay so I am probably the easiest person to connect with online right I'm everywhere um but I'm most active on Instagram and LinkedIn brilliant and then a third would be Twitter so depending 
where uh, you are most active and present, you can pretty much find me. So I'm at Hot Hospitality with an E after the Y. Um, and it's my same uh, user handle on um, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and TikTok. They're all the same. So if you just type that in, you'll find me across all. And you can also connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm very active on there. Send me a DM, LinkedIn requests. Um, send me a message with a LinkedIn request because I actually um, vet who I accept as connections on LinkedIn because I just feel like, you know, I'm not there to grow numbers. No, yeah. <laughs> and I want it to be a relevant community because I share a lot of, you know, tips and things and also uh, a lot of event industry chatter yeah. um, and conversations. So someone that's completely unrelated that has, you know, and then there's no message to kind of yeah. follow up as to why you want to connect with me. Chances are I'm not going to accept you. No, so I like that. That's good. Always follow up with a message like, hey, I heard you on the events uh, for breakfast podcast. I thought it was fascinating. I'd love to connect with you. You'll get an automatic yes. Love it. But okay. if there's no message and I don't know who you are and from your profile, I can't read that any kind of connection is going to be relevant. Chances are I'm not going to accept. No, that's, that's a little tip. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, this has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. And, and you've shared so much today. So I imagine we'll have lots of people reaching out to you. So I really appreciate your time and your value. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Kelly, for having me. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Well, does anybody else feel that they need Sabrina in their life every single day? She is an absolute joy. Thank you, thank you, and a big thank you, Sabrina, for sharing all of your hints and tips there. Shall we make a little pledge together that we will strategize our social media, both personally and if you've got professional accounts too, let's have a bit of a overhaul and a refresh and let's make the most of social media because it can be so positive. Now, if you've got any questions for Sabrina, please do reach out to her. I know she'll be very willing to answer them. And like she says in LinkedIn, don't forget to give her a little message too. That's a bit of a tip for you. And likewise, if you want to get in touch with me, you will find me on all the socials. I'm Kelly Frew or via my Storymaker Events website. So season three is coming to an end. Next week is the season finale. So please do join us for that. And then we're going to be taking a little break for the summer, coming back in the autumn with season four. Take care of yourself, whatever you're getting up to, and I will see you next week. Bye guys.